Alright, there we go. Welcome to the Nicholas Comics Q&A. We got some spicy discussions up ahead. Uh, starting out, uh, lots of interesting stuff this week. I have started work on Etch versus the Meat Butcher, which currently promises to be one of the biggest crossovers. I mean, two iconic characters meeting at last for the first time. And it's high time, too, because, I mean, they're both interdimensional. Uh, they both have something to do with meat. Uh, that plays a pivotal role in the tale, which should come out around October 31st, if uh, all goes as planned. Anywho, um, the other big news of the week is that I have been posted on Kiwi Farms. I am going to get pwned by those Kiwi Farming geniuses. They're not just elitist, pompous, uh, they're not just elitist. They are actually the foremost experts on everything to do with the internet. And as everyone knows, KiwiFarms.net always conducts their research. That's what they're known for. They, they always know exactly what's going on. Much like 4chan, they are the geniuses of the net. So I've been posted on there. Now, I, I believe I've mentioned this before. On May, uh, some moron posts uh, about it on thread requests. And uh, asks that a thread be made for me. And one of the mods is like, no, nah, Nicholas is hilarious. Let's not make a thread for him. Because he's not worth laughing at. Because he's obviously self-aware and meta and whatnot. Uh, they do claim all I'm doing is to piss off Redditors. Which isn't entirely true. But I, I appreciate the gesture nonetheless. Uh, but September 22nd. I haven't noticed it until now. Nearly a month later. A uh, post is made on the forum Obscure Laughing Stocks. Uh, I wouldn't know. Uh, I suppose I do qualify as an obscure laughing stock. We got Gilbert Grape saying, Heavy dose of autism incoming. Nicholas Akeda, a comic book artist, of course, in quotes. Uh, very common. No, a comic book artist. You're not a comic book artist. You're a comic book artist, in quotes. From Denver, Colorado, who draws childish stick figures and sells them through the mail. He has been banned dozens of times from Reddit site-wide and Discord servers for spamming his shitty comics slash advertisements. This is him, and these are what his comics look like. Yes, an adult actually drew this. Uh, what is a heavy dose of autism? A heavy dose of autism. Like I said, these, idea, these fellas' ideas about autism are from 1970 or something, and he says... Engage in piracy, please. And then he says he spreads his name and his comics fucking everywhere, including blogs and 4chan. Uh, apparently, he's removed a few of the links. Either that or it's not loading correctly. But if I recall, he referred to the uh, Denver Zine Library site as a blog. I'm not sure if he knows what a blog is. <laughs> uh, in addition, he says that uh, the trolls coerced me into eating a Carolina Reaper live on camera when, in actuality... Uh, that was my own choice. I don't think this guy's done even a second of research. Either that or he believes uh, autistic people have no free will. Right. Uh, if, if he did even a second of research, he'd, he'd get that uh, the pepper was my idea. In fact, when I first brought up eating the pepper as a challenge, uh, 
a fill in the service, like, that's eh, nothing. It's just a pepper. And then I point out that it's like over a million on the Scoville scale. And he's like, oh, that's quite the stunt. But at any rate, it was no one's idea except mine. Um, of course, we have this bizarre list of alts, which he links to, and uh, obscure laughing stocks. He's correct about some of this stuff, but on others, he's just completely wrong. But two people have given this guy the informative badge, which I find kind of disturbing. Kind of leads me to believe Kiwi Farms doesn't uh, doesn't care for the fact much, because this guy clearly doesn't know what he's talking about. And uh, for all that Kiwi Farms is hyped up to be, this thread isn't very different from your average Reddit scroll. Uh because he gets a lot of stuff wrong, not just biased, but but factually incorrect. Reddit uh, seems like a good place to promote work, but it also is just a complete cluster. Like it's just a so many anonymous people Reddit you have no idea who you're dealing with. Can. Yeah, it's not good. At any rate, uh, so yeah, this thread is kind of interesting. I didn't know I'd get posted on Kiwi Farms again. I don't know if I'm going to get my own thread on here. Maybe I will, and hopefully the Kiwi Farmers uh, fact check the next time. But uh, free advertising, I don't know. But uh, in May, they said there's not going to be a thread. So who knows? I don't know. Huh. It says uh, trolls have spammed up an email account, put his phone number on Craigslist. All that's true. Impersonated me on Reddit. Yeah, you know. But I don't know. It seems like it seems like they're not very, very, uh, very, very much into research. I don't know. Kiwi Farm should definitely. So if Gilbert Grape is uh, is listening to this, which I assume he is, you sound like the the mascot for raisins before the California raisins came along, and you're the worst uh, Johnny Depp character. I like Willy Wonka more. I like Johnny Depp's Willy Wonka to Gilbert Grape, so there. But like, you give your actual name, and you put your your actual. I do. I don't know how these. It. So how can you? You can't let yourself get upset when people who are like critical of you have usernames like Pissmaster and Catman Jew. Like, you have to laugh at that. Like, there I are haven't heard of those. That's what it says on here is people who gave awards to this KiwiFarms.net post. Oh, they did. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Oh, yeah. I'm not, I wouldn't be. I don't know. They can can accuse me of duplicitousness, but at any rate, this guy is <laughs> named Gilbert Grape. I, I hear Gilbert Grape is a pretty weird movie. Leonardo DiCaprio and Johnny Depp, and uh, Johnny Depp plays a plays a guy, and his name is Gilbert Grape. Just a weird name all around. Yeah. Well. Anywho, we got a. Uh, uh, this is something which recently came to my attention. Uh, old uh, on Reddit, I've, I've forgotten about these threads for a long while, but I dug them up because by chance I happened to search uh, Nicholas Cicada spelled incorrectly uh, with uh, I before the E. And this brings up some threads, as you might expect, which are just bonkers incorrect. So there's one of them. Is there a way? To directly report a user to a Reddit admin. I'm talking about the surely infamous user by underscore Nicholas underscore comics. He has been banned over 50 times over the span of a year and doesn't plan on stopping. So I feel like reporting this directly to a Reddit admin to get him IP banned would be the most efficient solution. Just to quote Garlo112, 
who is another early troll. This is 10 months ago. And r slash ban Nicholas Cicada, although it seems like it's been around for much longer, r slash ban Nicholas Cicada is actually only nine months old. So this is older than ban Nicholas Cicada, but judging by uh, how it's written and uh, the general feel of it, it could be written uh, in the present because not much has changed in 10 months. We got so I'm sure everyone has already figured out he's a troll, but I want to make sure no one else gets robbed by this scam artist or gives him the attention he is striving for. Robbed, this is dude. from my post. Yeah, uh, back ten months ago, they 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 spread around this urban myth that that uh, that I was committing fraud, which of course is a very I heavy saw accusation. That. I saw that, and that's... paint around with no proof. But yeah. yeah, yeah, they did that, which I I could sue him for. Uh, libel well, i thought we, but, could uh, prove, we could prove it wrong with this podcast because the idea will be i'm gonna send you money for, i'm gonna find out what your what your comics thing is and how 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 much they are and whatever the situation that's a good is. idea and then I if suggest... you actually send it to me then you can prove that i was a uh, yeah. customer the more fellas and... do that the uh the more reliable it'll be uh, i've got a few orders but Recently, the trolls have switched away from accusing me of fraud and just being like, well, the comics, they're not good, so it's not a, it's not a theft, but it, it's basically theft because I could use those comics as toilet paper. Ha, 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 ha. But anyway, don't it's, buy it. Like, if they don't like it, then don't yeah, buy they, it. Yeah, they don't got to buy it, but, uh, right. but they continue. Ugh. This is from my post on r slash free compliments. He has been banned over 50 times. Uh... Please, anyone reading this, don't give this troll the attention he is asking for or play into the pity party narrative they've set up. They're a hateful and bigoted troll looking to steal from more customers. So customers in quotes, of course, because they don't believe this is legitimate business. And uh, it's, 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 very, it's very strange to look back at this thread because now they've stopped accusing me of theft, of course, because they realize that that could be illegal. Uh... Being just a shitty advertiser doesn't make someone a bad person, but being a scam artist and thief do. A few days ago, another account, uh, user slash Nicholas Comics are fake, commented to them that they had purchased from them and fulfillment never occurred. Uh, of course, this account now is uh, deleted. It's not real, but... Uh, I guess this person will believe anything anyone says on the internet. Uh, and of course, it is what's odd. They refer to me with them and they in brackets. I'm not gender neutral. Uh, but I guess I guess I can't tell I'm a guy or something. Uh, commented to them that they had purchased from them and fulfillment never occurred. Because of their strategy of churn and burn through usernames, there was no way for the buyer to address the theft. In fact, there was. Reddit could stop banning me, or uh, I could tell them what my username was. Outside of filing a police report and having them take action on $45. This person, of course, never $45. They just... When confronted with this and their hate monger again, and like previously was banned uh, so they just buy into this fake account that says oh i stole from him uh, this fellow's obviously very gullible and uh but yeah they say they would file a police report on me uh, i don't think so i think uh 
I think I, I would file a police report on these fellows because they're accusing me of theft. I agree. Actually, that is really a serious accusation. Because it is it a serious you. accusation. You like, don't no make that kind of accusation yeah. without photographic evidence. And I always say this to anyone thing is sitting in. Just take a picture of you slipping the envelope in the mailbox. That way it, it serves as a form of insurance. And uh, if anything... Well, you can use uh, certified mail. Something. You can go to the post office and have certified mail so that you yeah, have you can to sign insure it. it. In fact... You can you can insure any amount of money up to fifty thousand dollars, but I guess these guys don't do their research on that kind of thing. Well, uh, in Canada, <laughs> in Canada you can't, but in in the USA you can insure any amount of money up to fifty thousand dollars. Right. Uh, so but so anyway, this this threat is pretty bizarre. Yeah. Uh, which leads into the next part: the content of their product is absolutely trash. So they refer to me as them again i guess because i can't figure out which gender i am and also they put product in quotes and i don't mean trash because it looks like it was drawn by a broken-handed kindergartner of Ouch. course this fellow believes that it is the most novel uh, insult of all time to say that my work looks like it's been drawn by a kindergartner i swear it's got to be like a thousand two hundred people at this point have said it looks like it was by a first grader because it's stick figures and you don't use shading, so it must be like kindergarten art. Ha ha ha. Uh, this fellow continues, but trash because it includes clearly homophobic messages, which is unsurprising as they've determined that they get to choose what gender and identity everyone else has. I don't, of course, but I do get to choose which gender and identity my fictional characters have right. in my comic. Well, wait a minute. And, uh, have, you ever seen, have you ever seen XKCD? Yeah, I've seen XKCD. But it's stick figures. It's stick yeah, figures. Yeah, it's stick figures, of course. <laughs> so but they like, excuse that. They excuse right. that because they're like, well, cyanide and happiness is successful, so it's different. Even no, though the not. art is... And art's even simpler than mine because these fellas don't even have, like, noses or anything. They're just right. blob people. Right, but uh, I figure the the uh, the difference uh, that they that they draw is that these fellas have uh, full bodies, which I guess gives them the excuse. Oh, it's a full-bodied stick figure, so it's different because it no. it has a it has a a form to it. Uh, it like you cannot you cannot judge creative. Those distinctions aren't worth drawing up. No. But this fella has some gall saying, I choose what gender and identity everyone else has, because this fella is referring to me as if I'm gender neutral, but I'm not, because they keep referring to me as they and them, which I'm not. Yeah. They're probably wondering how I know all this. Uh, I'm, try I'm just trying to spread awareness of the waste of oxygen that's been trying to illegally sell us comics. Yikes. You know, just the most bonkers, most bonkers accusations. Zero justification. Interesting thread, at any rate. So, that said, uh, I'll open the floor up to some questions here. I've had it. <laughs> well, I don't think you've introduced who I am, so I just sort of popped into your, oh, okay. into your podcast out right. of nowhere. Ex-mod of the Bill Wirtz server here. We've <laughs> had some, some interesting... <laughs> no, I'm you're not. not a mod. I don't I'm know. Which were you? And uh, speaking of that, uh, what's been going on on the Bill Wirtz server? It's well, it's I, been pretty pretty spicy from what I hear. 
it has been well first of all i just want to say i really thought that your video was hilarious and uh just like when i saw the balloon blowing up and down said ego on it i was cracking up like it's it's funny um i i definitely felt like i couldn't tell i mean most of the comments that that you posted in the video were comments that i had made and then i thought you know i wish he had been in the server so we could have talked about stuff and then i found out that you've been banned from the server um yeah i was yeah, I'm not a I'm not an admin. I've never been an admin of that server, and I left the server myself because yeah. I was concerned about the fact that I didn't know who the admins were. There's three admins. Some I don't know who they are. Some kind of abuse of power is going on there. Yeah, some oh, kind of yeah. corruption. Well, as yeah. it were, uh, Joey Baloney, who is uh, an editor of some kind of prominent Denver literature magazine, says he was banned uh, for absolutely no reason, which is uh, I don't know. It's kind of weird. I joined was... the server in the summer, and uh, uh. Th and the admins did not speak during the three months or so. At least the three months say I was in there. One of them says they know Bill Wirtz. Right. Well, there was a claim that that person didn't make the claim themselves. One of the admins claimed that another admin had a quote relationship with Bill, but yet Bill has always said and maintained that he has absolutely nothing to do with. Reddit or Discord or anything. He doesn't have any. There is no Billworts community. There's no. That's not a thing. Yeah, it's all informal. For my right, right. So, so that was real. That sus, is pretty. Yeah. Say, right. Like not. That seems yeah. a little suspicious to me. Something odd going on on the Billworts server uh, in Billworts uh, subreddit. Mm -hmm. Well, I have a, a friend of mine in here too who's listening in, who also experienced um, getting. Uh, Some odd stuff. Yeah. I must say, uh, so that's interesting. An interesting expose. There's some kind of corruption going on the Bullworth server. It's a little weird. Well, he's, and the thing was, I think at the end of your video, you said, you know, you sort of had this uh, tongue in cheek, I think tongue in cheek call out to Bill to say, like, Bill, you know, get your fans under control, your, your toxic fans under yeah, control. Yeah, they are going, they are going a little nutsy. It's a little, I mean, here's, but think about it. Like if you get, if and when, I should say, when you, when you arrive at the level of success that you want and you have people who are fans, it's scary because you can't really control what they're doing in your name. And it that can be, be scary. Like what I if suppose it can. What if there's a new server that pops up and it's like Nicholas Comics fan club and they start talking about hmm. like hating the Jews or something insane. And like, you're like, hmm. oh my God, like I... What do you do, you know? And, like, it's just, I feel bad for Bill because I don't think he does have anything to do with I don't it. think he does. I think he's completely not associated with it. Yeah. Uh, that doesn't seem should. like his thing. Yeah, it doesn't seem like his thing. I wrote an article, of course, uh, Tubia, and uh, they deleted it. And not only did they say that it wasn't related whatsoever to Bill Wirtz, which I would say it kind of is, but they said it, it, it had been debunked as false. The Fat Stacks controversy never happened, which is not true. So maybe the mods of Wikitube are in league with the mods of the Bill Wirtz server in some way or something. I think uh, maybe I, I he'll... The, the, the trouble for Bill, I think, is the fact that like his only real communication with fans is his questions page. But I don't think a lot of people even know that that exists. Like, they only yeah, know his, his... questions page. They only know that he... And, and he, even then, like I think he has gotten more vague over time and more protective 
Even it is hard that. to answer 20 questions every two days. Quite the ordeal. No, I hear that. I mean, he could be lying, but he claims that he gets hundreds of of them a day. And he just, I, I wouldn't don't know be if... surprised at that. He's got 3 million fans. It's, it's only uh, to be expected that he gets quite a few per day. And he doesn't answer all of them. Only, no. only some. No, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't have a, I mean, randomize, like randomization seems to be his thing. So I wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't even see everything that comes to him. And just like some of them pop up and he says that something. That would make sense. Shortly after I get on Wikitopia and make the edit uh, to Bill Wirtz's article about the Fat Stacks controversy, this fellow Side Effects SOS hops on. I believe this fellow is likely a sock puppet because uh, the only things he did were in direct opposition to my edits. And it seems as if he really didn't want the Fat Stacks controversy getting out there. So. I don't well, know. what is the what is the fat stacks? I didn't. I don't know anything about Wikitubia. So, what is the fat stacks controversy? The fat stacks controversy is just in general the uh, the controversy surrounding the fat stacks video. The controversy it created amongst the Bill Wirtz fans. I, I felt I felt Wikitubia should have a, should have a spot in that. Wikitubia is essentially the YouTuber wiki, and. I, I kind of doubt that Bill Wirtz's article is that is that accurate. It'd be more accurate on the Bill Wirtz wiki. Uh, they say his full name is William James Wirtz too. It's not. <laughs> it's not, funny. but they say it is. It's of full course. of uh, unreliable information. And do they have any references? Do you have to have references like you do on Wikipedia? No, you don't need references. Uh-oh. Uh, but my fat stack section, of course, was factually accurate because I was a literal witness to the proceedings. Well, see, this is what I mean about the Internet, though, is like if you don't have references, just like you said, when it came to people saying that you didn't pay or you didn't give them their product when they paid That's for it, right. but they had no, no proof No way to prove them wrong. I don't want to be next to any website that where you don't have to have any proof and you can post whatever you want. Like, like if you don't need any proof to post on Wikitubia, then... I wouldn't want my name anywhere don't near need, it because it's yeah. not fair. Well, that's how all the fan wikis are. I I think Wikitubia in general has a uh, has a deal where they they uh, they don't check this out. And if his name's not William James Wirtz II, someone should probably change that. But I added on the Fat Stacks controversy, and apparently they debunked that as false, even though I provided screenshots and everything. Well, what is the controversy though? I I don't. Is it on there still? Can I still see it? No, it's been removed. Oh. Anision's page has like 20 controversies. Who is that? I'm surprised Bill Wirtz doesn't have one. Anision is one of the most loathsome fellows on YouTube. Yikes. He's just this giant scumbag, and he's got like 20 controversies. And his well, page Bill isn't is really like, a scumbag, so maybe that's why he doesn't have as many Yeah, Bill isn't a scumbag, <laughs> but you'd think since Bill is so popular, he'd have at least some detail. Uh, Anision's page is like, a, it's at least 5,000 words long. Just a giant long list. And they got references on there. Uh, Bill Wirtz, his article's way shorter, which I think is kind of unjust. Bill Wirtz deserves a longer article, I would say. But not if it's on a site where you don't have to have any references. Like, I like, he I has agree. A and he, he, has has a Wiki he has a Wikipedia page, yeah. so he doesn't even need this one. But I suppose uh, this is in line with their policy of trying to make it as complete as possible. This side effects SOS fella uh, is definitely either an anti-Nicholas Comics guy or a, an anti-Bill Wirtz guy or something. 
or uh, one of the mods. That's not even a real tools. name. That's what I'm saying. So, like, you know, my name's Grace. I put my like. You can see like who I am. You say yeah, your name is Nicholas. Effects, you can see who you are. Who is Side Effects SOS? Like, that's not doesn't a name. even have a profile picture. So no. I'm, I'm thinking he's a sack puppet. Well, I don't. But uh, Wikitube no apparently didn't notice the fact that this guy's a sack puppet. Well. That said, uh, kind of interesting. Uh, I, I do plan on making some kind of uh, third installment in the Bill Words trilogy. Nice. Uh, generally, so I think a, a trilogy is the best way to, to assemble a, a series. Now, wait a minute. Are you a Bill fan or not a fan? Because the, the videos kind of suggest that you think he's dumb or kind of like, mm. uh, I don't know. Good question. I suppose I, suppose I consider Bill Words, you know, his videos are great. Uh, the videos are, are kind of kind of tongue in cheek. I'm thinking with the last installment, uh, I'll have him because uh, I feel like the the trilogy kind of follows the structure of Dante's Divine Comedy, uh, with the incomprehensible voyage being hell. Uh, mm. Well, trilogy wise, it would make sense for it to be purgatory, but the incomprehensible voyage is kind of hell. Uh, hence, why he's driving into an inferno. On the, oh, uh, during on the I heard you say that you thought his net worth was like I don't remember seven hundred thousand dollars. Seven hundred thousand dollars. Where did that come from? That's what Google says. I don't know. It could ah. be lower, <laughs> but I wouldn't be shocked if I it was seven hundred thousand. Fat stacks. I need to see net some, worth. some receipts. <laughs> I need to see some receipts. iBuzz says he has at uh, $708,000. But how would they know? It's such a silly thing. Like, how in the world would anybody know? Because he doesn't have uh, ads on his stuff. Like, he doesn't put ads... He doesn't put ads on his stuff. What I'd say this this comes from is probably... People just send him this money because they can't get enough of his, uh, his Oh, videos. someone put it. Someone put it in the, in the chat that it says... Uh, yeah, he has seven hundred thousand dollars. But it doesn't. But he didn't say that. I, that would bother me too. This is what he didn't me say that. Fame. Right. But like, I wouldn't be surprised if he did. I might be surprised if he was a millionaire. But seven hundred thousand dollars is not that outrageous a figure when you consider no. he has hundreds of fans who all want to send him cash and money and and stuff. That's cool. I, I if it's true, I would be super happy for him. It's not that I doubt it, but it's just like. It's a, yeah, because you consider that of, like no references, and then it makes me suspicious. He doesn't like, have any. Uh, he doesn't have any ads, which yeah. is admirable. He doesn't monetize his videos. Yeah. Uh, and it said this this article, the first result says that from his ads, he'd get uh, two hundred twenty thousand a year, but he doesn't get ads. No, but I wouldn't I be surprised if he earns his income entirely <laughs> off his videos. Right. Well, uh, or Spotify. I, I can't. I can't figure him working like a, a, a subway, and people go up there and they're like, "Oh shit, it's freaking Bill Wirtz." You wouldn't be able to make Ooh. anyone their sandwiches, or same if he worked in any other type retail job. He's just too recognizable. So yeah, that's that tough. wouldn't work out very well. So I'd that's think tough. he's probably getting his income from just you know people s send him the money. It doesn't mean he's monetized, yeah. but it does mean that people just load the cash onto him, and he gets those fat stacks, and all the better for him, you know. Uh, yeah, fat I, stacks I adventure, right. going along with the motif of uh, divine comedy, which is a, a common literary illusion. I'd say I don't know. Uh, fat stacks adventure, in the thumbnail, of course, you see Bill Wirtz 
uh, sitting on his gold pile. He's a successful guy, you know. And this this thumbnail where he's sitting on his gold pile, it got a lot of controversy because a lot of Billward's fans don't want to acknowledge that maybe uh, he's got the money. But I bet he does got the money because you know he's he's uh, three million fans. You're not gonna be uh, you're not gonna be sitting out on the street. I mean, yeah. Well, I think that people just didn't. Um, you know, if you're a fan of somebody and somebody comes after them or critiques them, then you're, it's like the, you know, the, they must be your enemy too. So if there are people who are mm. huge Nicholas Comics fans and then they see people coming at you and being like, this is drawn by a kindergartner, you would kind of mm. expect them to be like, hey, yeah. you, I don't agree. And if you don't like it, Quite then maybe the you shouldn't buy it. You know? Yeah. But at any rate, Bill Wirtz and the Incomprehensible Voyage is kind of inferno. The third one, of <laughs> course, will be Paradise, uh, Dante's oh, cool. Ascension with Beatrice. I'm thinking Ooh, I'm something excited, like that. It could oh, be I'm pretty excited. exciting. Yeah, it's gonna be good. That said, uh, what else is in uh, the deal? Uh, this week, something interesting happened. Uh, it's supposed to Kiwi Farms. I don't know. I, I I really doubt Kiwi Farms will do much more than Reddit has, because uh, about the same. Uh, Kiwi Farms post is about the same as a as a Reddit post would be. Uh, here. Um, work on Edge versus the Meat Butcher is going along nicely, and uh, an article for Edge has finally been written on the Nicholas Comics Wiki. It's about time. Uh, the people have gone without a reliable resource for Edge, so. Create an article for both him and Ron Bolton. Is uh, I've got some Edge content planned uh, up in October. Um, at any Do rate, you read, when you read all the stuff that's really like um, that doesn't understand what you're doing and stuff, like does it? Yeah, bother you? Like does it? Like cause it I, doesn't really bother me. It's wow. it's all kind of the same. Like they never come up with anything. Uh, Anything very new. Uh, I when people one. criticize my stuff, it makes me not want to make stuff because I'm like so. Yeah. I don't like it. Like I don't want people telling me. Generally, you... I I just keep in mind that these fellows have no idea what they're talking about because they haven't bought the comics. Uh, have you gotten feedback from people who have bought them? Yeah, and generally the reviews are pretty positive because uh, they're good comics. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, for, for about... Well, there's no such thing, though. There's no such thing as, like, objectively good or bad anything. You just find your audience, like, and the people who connect with what you're doing will connect with it. Yeah, like, these fellas really, really have some kind of bitter vendetta against me. And I've I've tried multiple times to say, you don't got to read my comics if you right. don't want, but they're like... Uh, this is one of the uh, one of the deals, and their favorite tactic is to create an account, message me privately, and then delete the account so I can't tell who it's from, uh, because they they thrive on anonymity. This fellow says, "Still hiding yourself away, eh? What a whiny little coward you are, and always have been. Spamming, spamming, spamming. That's all you can do. You're so pathetic. It's just sad. Anyway, we have a new sub dedicated to reporting you and your crap." You haven't found it yet, or at least you're not talking about it openly on your Discord, troll. You hated BNS. You'd really hate this one. Betcha can't find it, though. 
because you're, we're not using the naming conventions that the others are. Well, I've wasted enough time typing to you, so I'll just say this. So long, troll. Go fuck yourself, you little coward. Yikes. Wow. Yeah, absolutely bonkers. These fellas have like this... Is, they hate me with a passion. And I have no idea what I did wrong. And I can't ask these fellas why they hate me so much, because they're entirely 100% anonymous. But exactly. I would I would hazard a guess and say that if there is a secret subreddit, uh, they're not using any kind of naming conventions or anything. They're just hiding behind one of these three subreddits. These popped up around around summer, and they're all private, but they all show up on uh, Reddit search results, thus making their cause seem uh, more credible. Uh, there's Nicholas Comics Review, uh, Nicholas Comics Are Trash. And I, I wouldn't be surprised if these were owned and maintained by the same three people or so. Cause, I, I can't uh, see it. Like, when I clicked on Nicholas Comics Review, it says the moderators of this subreddit. Yeah, it just says private. private. Yeah. And that's that's how they that's how they get away with it, is they hide behind this private subreddit. Uh, it won't even show who's the moderators. Mm -hmm. And they can do whatever the heck they want on there. Uh, it's pretty ingenious, actually. They can they can do all kinds of illegal stuff on there. Uh, but yeah, three random subreddits just all pop up at the same time. They're all private. They're all obviously anti-Nicholas. And, uh, and uh, so if anything is going on, it's definitely on one of these three subreddits. It's not some secret subreddit. And they made the exact same bizarre claims uh, back, like... Well, I've, have you ever heard of have you ever heard of um, a musician named Matt Farley by any chance? No, oh, I haven't heard of him. Yeah, what's right. his deal? So he has put out over twenty thousand songs on Spotify over the past ten years, and a lot of people argue that he doesn't have any talent and he doesn't have any. His music is terrible and it's all spam and whatever, and. Uh, and he's making enough now. He realized, he, so he made music with his band and he realized that he was making like $1 a year on every song. And he thought, if I come up with 20,000 songs, I could make $20,000 if I'm making a dollar a song every year. And so he worked at a, he worked at a youth home and like after he'd get off work, he would just make songs and put them on Spotify. And now he makes enough money that he doesn't have to work and people hate him for it. Oh. They're mad because they're like, he doesn't have talent. He shouldn't ha be, it's not fair yeah. to everybody else who are real artists and real musicians and real whatever. And it's such garbage and it's not fair. And he's awesome. And I love him and I'm so proud of it. And you remind me so much of him. He's a, he's a pretty slick guy. I gotta say that's a Smart. slick strategy. It was so that's smart. Strategy. They're just jealous. And I think that's what's happening here is that lots of cartoonists. I do think that's what's happening. Yeah, like uh, cartoonists want to, you know, like they the want to do what you're doing. The same claim was made uh, a long while ago. Uh, it was, it was at a, they were calling it BNS 2.0. And it was apparently supposed to be a, a sequel to BNS, and they said, we, we've got a subreddit that you will never guess, uh, and it's it's under a different name, and it's it uh, will never find us, but it was probably definitely fake. Uh, odds are, it's definitely one of these anonymous subreddits, I would say. Mm -hmm. 
because uh, they can do whatever they want on there, and uh, say whatever. At any rate, yeah, I don't know what the controversy is all about. Uh, a lot of times they uh, take what I say out of count. There hasn't been a post on r slash bns uh, for a month, so they're dead. Or uh, I think it's two months by now. Well, yeah, two I think, months. I think very few people have the courage to make work and then put it out there. And yeah, I got work, I got forty titles. I know there right. was a there was a long stretch of around uh, three months when nobody was sending in, and everyone is making these wild accusations of theft. Uh, draw me bonkers because there's no way to prove that I'm not stealing from people if nobody gives it a try, tests the waters, and sends in. And in fact, I actually offered a 100% free comic. I said there were only five copies, so it'll be valuable in the future. You know, scarcity. But I said there was going to be a 100% free comic. The College Buddies Meet Ben Shapiro. Uh, I got issue number four. Yeah, you got issue number four. Uh, good job on that, snagging it up. But... Uh, uh, this free comic was, was offered... And I said, you don't got to spend anything. All you've got to do is write to the address, and I send you a copy back. 100% free. And even then, they weren't willing to do that. So at that point, it's obvious that they're not actually interested in theft. They just want to accuse someone of theft with zero evidence. Right. Uh, these bizarre threads from months ago. I got to say, these these are interesting. Uh, One fella, he, he drew something in MS Paint, and it was like this stick figure saying, Ha, you got fooled by the buds. And then he said that I had sent him that. No proof, nothing, but people people believed it. And ten months later, uh, these accounts that said I, uh, said I committed fraud are still entirely up on Reddit. In fact, one of them posted just six hours ago. Pretty crazy. Pretty crazy stuff. Uh, I think anyway. that I think that people are jealous that they're saying. Like, I suppose they are. Yeah. That that's like if you if you can make stuff and get it out there and get people to buy it, then what is stopping them? And they have to face that, and they don't want to face that. They don't want to face. They don't want to face it. I hundred percent agree. They're not. Put out a lot of, a lot of nails. Yeah. This is a college buddies meet Ben Shapiro here. 100% free. No one sent in for it. So that just proves they weren't really interested in uh, what was going on, I would say. But at any rate, yeah, I'd say uh, Ben Nicholas Cicada has uh, set my career back at least at least a year. I could be a year further along now if it wasn't for them. Because they, they were very efficient at uh, driving my reputation into the ground. Uh, have you finished? Time, do you mind if I ask if you finished? Um, have you finished up school yet, or are you still in school? I graduated uh, this spring. Graduated. Congratulations. Yeah, it was interesting. Uh, I'm glad you're done with it. <laughs> yeah, I'm done with it. I'm out. It was uh, it was pretty boring. Uh, I still got to find that a uh, newspaper coming. Uh, got to find that. I, I am shocked by the. By the illegitimacy of the American educational system. They're inefficient. Oh, gosh. Uh, my, yes. my newspaper teacher, for instance, she says uh, Lincoln owned slaves. 
and I say, no, Lincoln didn't own slaves. And she's like, yeah, he did. I, I think some of these people don't know the difference between Abe Lincoln and George Washington. Like, Lincoln wasn't a founding father. Uh, and the fact that someone who's licensed to educate uh, thinks Lincoln owned slaves, which is not true, uh, would say that is just is beyond me. Uh, Jefferson did. Washington did. Lincoln was like the 16th president, so he's not going to be on slaves that far down the line. Uh, another fact I, I remember uh, someone got wrong. This was, uh, this was anatomy. And, uh, you know, I don't expect uh, an anatomy teacher to know everything about, about physics and chemistry and whatnot. But you should at least know something. Uh, so he said that air pressure, if I recall, air pressure is higher uh, at higher elevations, which isn't true because if you're higher up in the atmosphere, there's less air pushing down on you. So the air pressure is lower at higher elevations uh, and the air pressure is higher at lower elevations because there's more air above you pushing down on you. And I point this out to the teacher and I actually got in trouble for telling the teacher that she was wrong, even though of she course. was wrong. She doesn't oh get gosh. air pressure. Mm. Uh, she's an anatomist. Did you have another you problem? A I would were say you in a regular school, like were you in a, or were you? Yeah, just your average, like... not just your average public school. Very oh underfunded. Yes. Uh, not that good at a uh, anything. Uh, in particular, I, I recall the science classes underfunded as heck. Actually, not really underfunded. There were microscopes and all kinds of neat equipment. Never got to use them once. I, I think you got to use the microscope once. Uh, but the rest of the time, just, uh, just stuff with dice. Like there's a dice experiment or something. And uh, in an anatomy class, never used a microscope once. Just computer simulations and... and uh, uh, there weren't even models. No dissections. Yeah, you don't got to dissect something, but at the very least, use a microscope. There was a lot of equipment that was never used. I, I had an engineering course, and the room is just chock full of these 3D printers stocked up with plastic, ready to go, ready to print something off. And instead of using them, the entire class just consists of uh, making 3D models on some kind of computer software, which I guess could be converted into 3D printers, but that was never part of it. They never used the 3D printers. They just sat there. And I oh, wondered boy. what the 3D printers were for. I guess nothing. Uh, either that, or I have a sneaking suspicion that the school really didn't want to get sued, and they thought that a 3D printer would be too dangerous or something. They've been <laughs> around for they've been around for a decade. Right. They've been around for a decade. I think I think I think the safety's been a been figured out. I think. But uh, a microscope is a microscope dangerous? I don't think a microscope is dangerous. <laughs> uh, only used a microscope once. Pretty oh, boring. Pretty I'm glad boring that stuff, you got I guess. I, I'm surprised that you survived the, the high school academic it, it experience. Was, it was pretty boring. Oh, uh, yeah. It was pretty boring. I, I got to say. Did you, have, any, do you right, have any interest in any, in any like, what, what you want to do next as far as, like, is there anything you haven't learned yet that you want to learn about? Or 
Not really. Uh, all this stuff uh, in there was not very interesting. Generally, if I want to learn something, I'll read a book about because the author will be a lot more knowledgeable. Right. And uh, reading a book takes way less time than going through days and weeks and weeks of uh, just just nothing. Uh, I recall uh, it was an essay class. The goal was to write an essay by the end of the year. I can type up like 80,000 words in a month. I've written two novels. Both of them are 80,000 words apiece. Uh, the, the teacher's like, uh, so reading uh, Candide by Voltaire, and she says, wouldn't you... Uh, you might not get all the references in here because it's 1700s type humor and the same way that you wouldn't understand an SNL sketch sketch from the 1970s is wow. very condescending as Yikes. if I wouldn't get an SNL sketch from the 1970s. Candide? Maybe not. I, I got all of Candide because... Voltaire isn't, you know, cryptic or anything with anything he says. Uh, but to but to imply that the average high schooler of today would not grasp a, a, an SNL sketch from the 1970s—it's awfully condescending. It could be true. Uh, now a wait a minute. Colors... Let's go back to you made two huge novels. Where are these at? Yeah, two huge novels. Uh, they've actually been on sale since since they were finished, uh, and I believe one, an excerpt from one of them's on my site. I did a I'm reading from really. one about yet, three months ago. Yeah, Nightlife. He's got a copy of Nightlife. How thick is it? It's like one and a half centimeters thick, right? Oh, uh, yeah, definitely. And both pages are two-sided. Yeah, it's a good novel. When people order your comics, is, is it that you like make copies of it or scan it or something like that? Yeah, I got a very efficient type laser printer. Um, it's, it's very economic. It, it's very ergonomic. It's got. Uh, it only prints in black and white, but that's fine because all my comics are in black and white. Oh, nice! Thanks, Zombie Baron. Put a, a picture in the Discord so we can see. Yeah, it's an interesting uh, type novel. Uh, the sequel is called Ursats. It's also eighty thousand words, and uh, the most recent publication being Graffiti on the Walls of Pierce Brosnan's Garage, which is a fifteen-story science fiction anthology 15 science fiction stories uh it's 20 dollars because uh the printer uh i believe it's cheaper to print out text than it is to print out images so i can i can offer the uh, literature for a cheaper price uh graffiti on the walls of pierce Brosnan's garage it's uh it's about 100 pages uh probably a little shorter than nightlife or sats but uh it's, it's pretty good uh, that's the latest uh, non-comic thing I've done. Oh, I'm just now reading the um, Bill Wirtz, uh YouTubepedia or whatever it is, because someone li uh, someone linked the. Yeah, it says his name is William James Wirtz the Third or something. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, he has on his website um, some art that he did at one point where he had written. He had written that on something, which he obviously, you know, he he protects his privacy well. He's yeah. just making up a name, just like he makes up anything. And um, could be a joke, of course. Yeah. Uh, William James Wirtz uh, the second, not the third. William James Wirtz the second. Uh, I don't buy that. 
I, I think it's now. Wait a minute. Worked. One. Wait a minute. This is this was deleted, but it said. Um, Let's see. It says one could say that the leader of the server exudes cult-like influence over its members. Who are you talking about there, Nicholas? Oh gosh. Who well, is that? I didn't know who the server was. <laughs> I didn't know who the owner of the server was. I need to see some receipts. Was. Where where's the reference? Where's the reference? I think Rude. they deleted them. I think they Yeah, can, they deleted Can we say we're even on making assumptions about the other one that might not be completely accurate. I suppose so. Yes. They they deleted the uh <laughs> Wirt server and Wirt's evidence. Oh no. Uh I guess. I appreciate But I don't know, that's really an interesting page. Did you write this? Did you write it says they have taken Wirt's work and skewed it and twisted it into an irreconcilable behemoth of lies and deception. It is so, a little wordy compared to the rest of the article and sounds it's pretty also good, though. It's also it's also pretty long, so I, I, oh. I guess the mods didn't really read through it. And, of course, it is a wiki page, so anyone can edit it and uh, mm. make it more accurate or whatnot. Hmm. Uh, I did the same thing for uh, Justin Wang, who, as of yet, uh, this edit hasn't been reversed. You'd think they'd have noticed it, but I guess not. Uh, on Justin Wang's page, I list the uh, the what happened with... Uh, with uh, Justin Wang. I proposed to Justin Wang that he make a video on Nicholas Comics because it's a spicy internet saga like everything else he uh, talks about. And uh, his agent, not him, but his agent comes in and says, D do you want to have a threesome with Justin Wang? Uh, and all this crazy stuff. And I Someone think his said agent... That yeah, and no, I think his agent is mentally... Back before we recorded the Q&As... Is what he's talking about. This guy joined our Q and A and started sexually harassing Nicholas. Oh, it was gosh. it was bonkers. And this fella is actually the public representative of Justin Wang. Oh no! Does he know does he this was, Justin Wang guy? Does he know that this is going on? I think I don't. I don't think he does. I think he's completely oh, no. oblivious to the fact that his agent is incompetent oh, and no. bad at public relations oh. and uh, just all around a a, a, a total weirdo. Nicholas, you gotta figure this out. Like, you've gotta like study. I this should stuff. because no. I, here's I the have deal. said if you get real big. Like, look at what's gonna happen if you don't have some amount of like knowledge about what your fan base is. Like, this is crazy. I wouldn't want my name getting drugged through crazy town with all this stuff. Like, that's not fair. It's it not. isn't fair. This fella, I, I, I have pledged that if I sell enough comics, I will pay Wang. So he can hire a better agent. His current agent <laughs> is nuts. His current agent is just a just a yeah. complete whack job. That's too bad. And uh, yeah, I don't know what the heck uh, was up with him, but uh, this is a just a good example of a fella in a position of power just going crazy. Yeah. And uh, it was it was a weird it was a bizarre exchange. But that edit is still up, which I do find odd because the mods can see all my edits. So I guess they're saying that the fat stacks controversy didn't happen, but this did happen or something. Either that or they just don't really care. Hmm. Uh, there are 8,086 pages on the wiki, which, you know, hard to maintain. Uh, on just this guy's wiki? Or you're saying like all of YouTubepedia or whatever or something? All, else? Of, all of YouTubepedia has like 8,086 pages. So that must be hard to maintain. They only have a few hmm. mods. Oh. So they're severely understaffed from what yeah. I can see. Uh, 
But I just don't like it at all if you don't have to have receipts for the things that you say. Like, that's just not... That's not that the way is Wikipedia the works. I do, think, I do think they shouldn't have deleted my references. Because they were okay references. But, uh, that's deleted. But End it just sounds like it's just bonkers, period. Because you can't... Anybody can go and delete anything. Anybody, anybody can write can. anything. Anybody can write whatever they want that's a lie. Like... That you don't have to have any kind of proof, but on Wikipedia, they're Can really a... careful with that. Like you have to have, you have to show like an article, something to show that what you're saying is is legit or not. Otherwise, it's just a free for all crazy town. Like, yeah, it can, it it does get pretty crazy. Uh, sure, it does. At any rate, uh, what else happened this? Etch and the Meat Butcher is shaping up to be spectacular. I also have a Minuscule Beast Part 3 planned, which should be pretty interesting. Uh, I guess I'll open the floor up to some questions. I'll probably do a trivia question, because we've got quite a, a bunch of fellas in here. Uh, this week's prize, I guess I'll be giving away a free copy of Herman the Hitchhiker Number 1 to anyone who answers this week's trivia question. Uh, that said, any questions about the comics, the whole deal. It's been going on since November 2018. Have you ever, when you've given out, or have you ever considered having a P.O. box instead of your home address? Because as you yeah, get the, bigger... The fellas, have, the fellas have proposed that to me. Only issue being, I don't live very close to a post office. They're closed on every day, Columbus Day, Thanksgiving, you gotta have a key, and you've got to pay a monthly fee. Mm. If I sell enough comics, I, I might get a P.O. box. Uh, but until then, I, I have no qualms about about uh, using the fact that the USPS delivers to every house in America to my advantage. They're a, they're a remarkably efficient postal system. One of the best in the world. And uh, If you had a patron that uh, that that got you a P.O. box that you never had to pay for, like if the USPS was just like, we love Nicholas Comics, we will give you a P.O. box, would you use it, or do you feel like you still wouldn't like it? It would be hard to go to the post office uh, every week and just see if there's some there, and odds are there wouldn't be. Oh. And uh, the, only, the only reason that these fellas say I should use a P.O. box is for anonymity, but I haven't committed fraud or anything, so I really no. Have it's no not for you. Me. It's not for you. It's the fact that just that um, since you live there, and people are you know, um, some people are crazy, right? And you just don't know if somebody's going to get real mad at you someday. Some for no people reason. are crazy, but no I figure if if any them. if they do anything, is there a deal? They'll go to prison for it. And uh, PO box is harder to memorize because it's a random string of numbers. And like fourteen twenty four Columbine Street, number one, Denver, Colorado eight zero two six. Easier to memorize. There's numbers in there too. <laughs> you just there are some numbers. there are some numbers, but generally zip codes and addresses are easier yeah. to memorize. Uh, mm. You know, because they're set up on a map and whatnot. But if I, uh, if I everyone knows stuff, where Tommy Lee Jones lives, everyone knows where Brad Pitt lives, everyone knows where all these famous people. But they have security. But they have yeah, security. they got security. But yeah. then again, that's why the police exist to protect and serve. So if anyone does anything illegal, they're uh, they're public right. security, of course. Mm -hmm. Well, we'll circle back to that someday. <laughs> At any rate, 
uh, we have here um, oh eight people run run Tubiopedia. Oh, and how many pages are there? Eight thousand. So eight people for eight thousand oh, no. pages. That must be a headache uh, oh, no. on their hands. Uh, I know because as, it, as it were, it's pretty simple though because it's not like you have to like monitor all those pages at the same time. There's just the recent changes feed that you have to watch. But like, uh, it definitely, that's a good point. It, it does. It does seem like they're not like you're saying. They're not trying to be like a legitimate resource, right? They're there's the like, there's the recent changes feed. But if someone makes an edit and it goes unnoticed, that stuff's buried until uh, months later. Yeah, uh, like, yeah, like you were saying, they must have looked at your contributions when they reverted your edits to the uh, Bill Wirtz page, and they would have seen that you made other edits, and they decided not to revert them. Which Yeah, like to the Wayne page, which is weird, because yeah, it's, 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 yeah, yeah. it's, yeah, it's pretty much uh, the same deal. Yeah, it's pretty much the same deal, so I'm surprised they didn't re remove the uh, Wang edit. But yeah, 8,000 pages uh, with eight with eight mods. That must be just crazy. Mm -hmm. And the other thing is absolutely anyone can create just a page for themselves if they have over 500 subscribers, which I don't have, so I can't create a page for myself. But uh, it's basically just free promotion. Uh, some What's of the stuff on here... Well, I just like looked the, up the Wicked. So, what's the difference between fandom and like Wikitubia or whatever? I believe fandom. fandom you can just make a wiki for anything, whereas Wikipedia you gotta have sources and it's, okay. it's thoroughly vetted. And Wikipedia is, is, I think it's really associated with the fandom. I think fandom used to be called a wikia. Uh, actually, they do share a board of directors. I actually know quite a lot about fandom because the uh, the wiki that I'm associated with, Encyclopedia, we were hosted by them for many years, uh, and they're terrible oh. hosts. Honestly, we, same we software. And yeah, that. yeah. It's, so yeah, they in fact like they're running a wiki the same way that Wikipedia is, and it looks different because they force you to use their proprietary skin, which is terrible. Right, there's like so many things wrong with fandom, but what they do allow people to do is set up their own wiki, which you know, any like oh, I think wikis are great tools for communities for sharing things, but yeah, fandom it's all proprietary shit and it's kind of fucked. Hmm. Not a very good system. At any rate, uh, I got here some interesting stuff went on this week. Uh, for instance. Uh, let me look up an old thread. It's always entertaining to read these because they're they're truly bonkers. Uh, so I saw this asshole again yesterday. Says jaded underscore repair. Is he a troll? Stupid or just crazy? All three. He's gone round the bend. That's for sure. That he has. You're right about him being obsessed. He can't stand the idea that the truth is out there. I guess. It's sad he's decided to waste his life like that. It's pretty crazy. Uh, one common theme amongst these threads is that they'll always accuse me of being insane. Very common tactic. Accuse your well, opponent of insanity. You, that's and, true. And uh, you don't have you to have, take anything they say seriously. But you said that you have, like, uh, neuroatypical traits, right? I have light Asperger's, but like, they really too. take it to so the I, next level. I know. But I tell I think you, it's because people don't know what it is, and like they don't know like anything that's different than what they're used to. 
must be dangerous and that's uh, like the worst stigma it's so unfair lots of misinformation out there i don't know ben nicholas cicada is a is a bizarre area it's a ghost town at this point uh as oh, as right? fellow pointed out yeah it's on Reddit. as a fellow pointed out it dropped from 300 uh users to like uh 200 users and pretty soon will probably fall like 100 users uh, because people, I guess, have realized that there's no point in being in there anymore. Uh, that said, uh, what else? What else is it? Uh, 2021, I got a sketch comedy show coming out. It's going to be a half hour format type show, uh, a sort of sketches. Uh, that's exciting. Where are you gonna? Are you gonna put it on YouTube or somewhere else? Yeah, YouTube. All all twelve episodes are gonna be one hundred percent free. I'm thinking 12, 12 episodes, one per month, always on the thirtieth uh, of each month. And I've had to postpone my third film, The Orwellians, which uh, was shaping up to be pretty good. But I I will try and work on that in my spare time. I'm not working on the sketch comedy show. Anyway, yeah, Etch has an article now, as does Ron Bolton, uh, which is good, because it is, it is there's some resources. Lots of confusion around those. Uh, I'm going so yeah. to put in the chat the uh, the Wikipedia page for Matt Farley so that you can check it out at some point. But like, interesting. he makes that movies. That sounds like an interesting film. He makes I must movies say. with his friends, and people trash it too, where they're like, he "How has could a, you do this?" And like, "How could he you has make a, like they get mad at him because he does that, and he, like his movies are on. Like, yeah. Because you can put them on Amazon Prime and stuff. Like yourself, you can yeah, do so can. much stuff yourself, and people are mad yeah. only because they don't have the courage to do it. Themselves. That sounds like an interesting fellow. Lots of lots of quirky figures in the music scene. Oh yeah. Uh, that said, I must say, uh, I am I am uh, kind of intrigued by this development on Kiwi Farms. Uh, this fellow isn't very good at fact-checking. He says that uh, trolls forced me to eat the hot pepper, which did not happen. I ate the hot pepper my own volition. Was and there anyone else I, in the video? Why did they think that somebody forced you to do that? I don't know. I think they believe that the, the trolls have complete control over me, and they're just so such epic trolls, and they're so good at uh, manipulating me and controlling my behavior. They're really not. If they were, I wouldn't be uh, selling comics anymore, of course. Right. Uh, and this guy doesn't know what a blog is, I guess. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> and he says... Uh, but these people don't even have the courage to say their name, right? Like, Yeah, they don't. It is weird. But you can't, I personally, I'm so glad you don't really like listen to like you don't really accept that this. I mean, it's all nonsense. They're not using. It is all name. nonsense. They haven't read the comics. They no. don't know what they're talking about. Right. And they're running on these ten-month-old rumors that I commit fraud or something. Uh, that makes and, me nervous because I don't know if that's true or not. The only way for me to know if it's true or not is to try it. You know. So the like, only way for you to know if it's true I mean, or not I mean, is to try it. Rest assured. 
who join the Q and A yep. from time to time, who have copies of Nicholas Comics. There's Y, for example, who's got some, and EMC's got some too. So I mean, there's plenty of people who have Nicholas Comics. Yeah, that's good. Versus, as it were, I don't know. Uh, this here is a page full of uh, photos. It took a full photo set. Uh, the College Buddies Super Value Pack, uh, which is what I would recommend, is thirty dollars. It's got uh, College Buddies one through five, and th uh, three uh, collectible Nicholas Comics trading cards. Those are shown Woo! in the uh, package. Nice. Uh, I'm so stoked. <laughs> It's it's an interesting deal. Uh, but see, it's also said I was supposed to write first, and then you send me like a catalog. You don't got it if you just want College Buddies, the series. If your mind's set on that, there are a lot of titles in the catalog that, are, that don't get bought much. I think College Buddies is currently the best seller. What do you think but, the price would be for all, like the entire? Uh, that'd be at comics? least. Uh, I like, think the, like the, the novel, current price, the current cartoons, the novels. Oh gosh, the novels yep. too. Yep, I'm uh, saying everything that you've ever made. What would the what would the like grand? Uh, two hundred dollars, probably two hundred dollars with the novels. Without the novels, it might be a uh, one fifty. I think that's that's the price I'm currently. That offering is the for. craziest bargain. You're saying everything you've ever ever made that you can think of that you have still. You would make a copy of that. I feel like the ink itself would cost something. Right? Yeah. Well, currently, I, I think paper. I have uh, the ink I'm... only costs about $80 uh, per cartridge. Each cartridge prints out about uh, each cartridge prints out about uh, 3000 pages. Like I say, it's a very efficient printer. Mm -hmm. And uh, so you don't have that many pages of of work. So it would be well, $80. I do. I have like 2,000 pages of content altogether. But since since each cartridge is only $80, and right. it, it might be two cartridges at the most. Well, then you're, uh, only making, you're only making $40 a profit if it costs you 160 bucks just to print all of your work. You're only making yeah, forty bucks a profit. Forty dollars is decent. Forty dollars is decent. It all is up. Uh, currently, the cheapest comic uh, in the Nicholas Comics catalog, I believe, is a uh, well, rubbish. Randy, a life in shambles is pretty cheap. It's only five dollars, so it's a good deal because uh, it's very short. It's only uh, twenty-five pages, just some memes, and. Uh, is the only and I think the only form of payment you accept is a, is cash in the mail. Is that true? Yep, that's true. And is uh, that because the bank account, like there is no bank account right now? It's because I believe the USPS is a is a good investment. It's like buying war bonds, or you know, <laughs> it's great to buy stamps. I buy stamps all the time. I got like twenty stamps currently. And uh, it's worth supporting. It's I consider supporting the USPS civic duty as much as voting. Uh, that's why I use USPS. Just have you ever used more. PayPal to, or or, have you, or Venmo or any of those things ever for any other reason? No, I don't think so. Okay. I, uh, I think the USPS is very efficient. <laughs> three days, and you can insure any amount of money up to fifty thousand dollars. I think people not. don't know that though. It might cost quite a that. bit. Yeah. You know, I should do some research on how you can insure it. It it might cost a, a, a little to insure, but 
overall, up to $50,000. That's that's a pretty good deal. Uh, you can insure $50,000 or $49,000. But I can see how people so. would think it was unusual because I don't think I can see that. Yeah. I can't can see that. Back in the 90s, mail order was a common a common yeah. way of exchanging things. And seeing how the USPS is still up and running, and they just do great work. And uh, They're kind of in trouble just, lately, though, right? Like They have been in trouble from President Trump. He right. wants to shut them down. It's yeah. not going to happen, of course, because no. they're a constitutional provision. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to mail in my ballot this year, and uh, I have perfect faith that it's going to... It's gonna get to where it's going. Uh, I believe Better the percentage of mail that get lo gets lost annually is about ninety nine point five percent, maybe ninety nine point nine percent or well, that's not the percentage of mail that gets lost. That's percentage of mail that doesn't get lost. So the mail that gets lost is like zero point one or zero point zero one percent. Which, uh, if those were the odds of winning the lottery, like. You'd go and buy some lotto tickets. Uh, I don't that's think people are that... worried that it's going to get lost in the mail. I think they might be worried that they have no way of getting it back if they don't get their product. So, like, if I like, pay... I always say, take a photo of it before yeah. you uh, drop your order off in the mailbox. That way, I know it's been sent, and if it doesn't get here, you get it free. That's the Nicholas Comics guarantee. Uh, but odds are, it will arrive where it's getting sent because uh, yeah. you know. It just USPS you you know efficient. you know that you're trustworthy and that you wouldn't just get cash and keep it and never send it. But the person sending the cash doesn't know. Well, the more fellas send cash, the more it'll be established as a reputable business. Currently, whenever anyone asks a legit, I point out uh, this excellent photo set that was taken. Uh, looks great. I you know, promise you that as it's soon to Canada, as I, right? I Across you, the Canadian border. Yeah. I promise uh, you that when you send your product to me, I will absolutely alert the entire internet that you are good a legit idea. business. Review it. I give will. some legitimate feedback. Yes. Currently, there are very few. Currently, are there are very few legitimate, full-on reviews of Nicholas Comics, which I think there should be. Yeah. But yeah, there fair. are quite a few titles in the Nicholas Comics catalog that go unnoticed. Uh, there's 40 titles currently. Uh, there's uh, Shade, which is an interesting series. It's done with Sharpie and Typewriter. It's kind of a, a noir adventure. Uh, there's also 5281, which is kind of a mixed-media deal. Uh but I, I still suggest regularly College Buddies, just because it's a great series. And it's definitely the one I'm most known for. They're basically iconic characters at this point, practically memes. Uh, I'm so excited. I'm legit so excited because I'm taking you up on the offer, and I'm going to buy your entire collection because I want to see it all. And I want to read it all. Oh, all right. And I want to actually like review it fairly because review I'm, it, right. I'm older like, and I'm more established. And I remember what it was like to be. I think criticism is an important, an important industry. Yeah, I, I think I think that. criticism is is a crucial industry. It is. Well, I don't think it gets I don't think it gets appreciated as much. Uh, I don't think that criticism is. I think it's ridiculous. Like when it comes to creative work, because everybody's opinion is different, and mm. you, all you have to do is find your audience. You don't have to like if people don't like what you're making, then they won't 
read it or they don't have to have I it. suppose. Generally, but, I don't trust them because they haven't read it and don't right. know what they're talking about. If they sent in, they'd, prob they'd probably quit whining about it. But I don't insist they send in. They can yeah. go away and quit talking about it. They don't got to buy it if they don't I want don't it. I don't have a humongous audience, but I'm willing to put on the internet for anybody who wants to see sure. me, like, what my put opinion Sure. Put reviews. Reviews. Reviews are... are uh, much I can link to them on my website. In fact, for a while, uh, I had some reviews up on there, and uh, they weren't very good. They were pretty crummy because no one had read them at that point. Uh, but they were used as sources in the documentary The Nicholas Comic Situation. I don't know. Not very I, good saw, I, I watched that, and I really liked it, but I could understand, like... Like what were the it you, said, about, you said eighty percent was pretty good, but like twenty percent was off. So how what would yeah, you say? Yeah, twenty percent is off. Uh, the reason being, I would say, is that he spends too much time on BNS, which comprises only a fraction of the entire Nicholas comic saga. I've posted on more sites than Reddit. I've I've been behind a lot of online type exploits and stuff. So I would say, in general, a good uh, Nicholas comics documentary would spend a fraction of the time going over BNS because their posts are very repetitive, not worth diving into that much. But uh, the Nicholas comic situation almost makes him sound like a legitimate source, which they absolutely aren't. And uh, in addition, the fellow who made the documentary uh, is a weird... He was a mod on Ben Nicholas Cicada at one point, but he claimed to be a, a neutral in the conflict. He claimed to be just a just a journalist and just, oh, I'm just, I'm just completely neutral. I don't have any biases. And then he's a mod on Ben Nicholas. Okay. I'm like, whose side are you on? And he kept One saying, thing he that I don't, yeah, side. but I also think that like, uh, yeah, that's interesting. That's weird to be like a mod of a site that says to ban you, but then also be making a video trying to explain you. I don't know. That seems a little, and he strange. says, he it's says weird. all the while that he is a complete neutral. He's basically Switzerland. Uh, it felt pretty fair. Like it didn't seem like he was trying to be ugly. It seemed pretty fair. It seemed pretty, uh, pretty, pretty good. And he, he did conduct an interview, which is admirable. Mm -hmm. So clearly, he was interested in the facts. Uh, and the editing is really snappy, which I admire. But it is uh, from January. It is kind of outdated. It's ten months old. Uh, so. That's why I've started this campaign for Frederick Knudsen to cover uh, the Nicholas comic saga from beginning to end. Because I think he's he's a very reputable journalist, always does his research, and his videos are extensive, hours long. I think Nicholas comics down the rabbit hole could easily be two hours long. And I will recommend that he spends only about 20 minutes of that two hours on Ben Nicholas Cicada, because they don't mean that much in the grand scheme of things, and they haven't been up for two months so they only lasted i think uh, seven or eight months what do you think inspires you more your internet presence or your comics i would say definitely my comics i've wanted to be a cartoonist ever since i was like uh, five and uh, fellas ask me oftentimes uh what what comics i i uh take influence from I wouldn't really say I take influence from any one comic in particular. I'd say the Nicholas comic style is definitely a definitely a not really derivative of anyone else's type aesthetic. You can definitely tell if a drawing of is by me or not. Uh, 
But I would say, I would say, uh, oh, I, I was going to ask you, I was going to ask you about Bill Watterson because you said that Calvin and Hobbes author, you were, you, you were kind of inspired there, but then I couldn't tell if it was a joke or not, but you said that. Oh yeah. Bill Watterson. Yeah. I, I used to read Calvin and Hobbes a lot Yeah. and, uh, I thought it was funny, but then I realized that the Bill Watterson guy is still alive and he's only like, he's not even old. But he retired after 10 years of drawing uh, this comic strip, which is not admirable. Uh, but do you know why uh, he did? It says he has a net worth of $100 million, so he's a $100 millionaire. Right. I, I think it's just because uh, he, he had enough money, no. and he's like, I'm done drawing the comic now, because nope. it's done now. <laughs> No, I mean, I no. would say it's Calvin not. and Hobbes is a more cerebral type comic than Definitely. something like Peanuts. Definitely. Well, Peanuts, but is Peanuts was drawn for 50 years and now, Charles minute, and Schultz. Though, I have to stick up for Bill Waters a little bit because he was so infuriated by the machine that was constantly coming after him and trying to force him to write his comics in a certain way and also to uh, monetize and make products based on his content. That is he interesting. Want, he didn't want to do that. And then people started doing it anyway. And all of a sudden it became... That is admirable. Started, I do think they put, like, nobody um, really Calvin needed a Calvin and Hobbes and cartoon. I don't got to have a Calvin and, a Calvin and Hobbes coffee mug. Right. I don't care if there's any merchandise. And clearly Bill Watterson has made a bundle just on the comic strips because that's all anyone really needs. But I wish he had come up in the age we he are. Really in, thinks where you could the have more control he really thinks it. the only the only format uh, is newspapers, which it wasn't even back in the eighties. Like you could just print stuff off, and odds are people would buy it, and uh, and he could make the comics longer, like only ten years. He draws his comics for ten years <laughs> and then retires. He's only sixty-two. I uh, when think he, when he I quit, wish, he was like forty-something. That's right. 30-something. Charles M. Schultz. He doesn't owe anything. He doesn't owe, he doesn't owe anything. anyone anything. He doesn't. But that is his job. And no, people often... <laughs> it is his he profession. Is He's a cartoonist. But if I was work. a... If I was the CEO of McDonald's and I quit after 10 years, you know, I... I well, that's not a very good analogy. I would say his, <laughs> his opposition to merchandise and whatnot is admirable. But you got like Charles M. Schultz drawing peanuts for fifty years. He drew his last strip on his deathbed right. uh, in two thousand. Yeah. That's admirable. Absolutely. Uh, so I used to read a lot of Calvin Hobbes, but then I realized that there are much better comic strips uh, in the first half of the twentieth century. Mutt and Jeff is pretty good by Bud Fisher. Mm -hmm. uh, the Rube Goldberg stuff that's not his machine drawings are really pretty cool. Like. Uh, Lollapalooza, uh, or whatnot, but my favorite has got to be Thimble Theater by E.C. Seeger. I don't believe there's been a better comic strip since. It is it is full of drama and pathos and just great character development, excellent writing, and, and just great art all around. So I would say my favorite cartoonist has definitely got to be E.C. Seeger. Nothing is he still Thimble alive? Theater. No, he's dead. He died of lung cancer. And uh, so I actually, I actually, uh, I actually. Oh, I'm looking at him right that. now. He, he died uh, yeah. of lung cancer, so that's, uh, so that's actually 
you know, I can excuse that. Much like uh, Calvin and Hobbes, this comic strip Thimble Theater, I think only ran for like 10 years. Well, it only ran for 10 years uh, when it was good. The early strips are a little too, uh, are a little too primitive, and the uh, later strips just devolve into chaos because his mind was going fast. Oh, it wasn't lung cancer. It was uh, leukemia. Can't uh, just and liver disease. So that's pretty sad. But uh, yeah, I'd say I respect him the most out of the cartoons. I, I, I think Bill Wireson quit a little too early. It's really years. hard when somebody really inspires and you can't tell them because they're not alive. I, I feel that too. Like I yeah, I of love course Fred Bill Watterson is dead, so Bill Watterson is alive, but he's off in his mountain chalet somewhere. And he's got a <laughs> right. hundred million, and uh, I don't know. Some fellows have called him the J.D. Salinger of cartoonists, which I yeah. would agree with because J.D. Salinger, much like Bill Watterson, uh, just kind of wrote a few books and then they're like i'm famous now and go go ahead and retire uh like i'd say i'd say uh jd salinger is not the best novelist i i prefer uh for like ken casey or something uh i have read catcher in the rye it was okay i i do like how catcher in the rye is just kind of average average day in the life but i think there are better books like to kill a mockingbird which has a great plot you know i think catcher in the rye doesn't have much of a plot uh, uh we had a fell on here uh who likes edward snowden and you know regards edward snowden as a hero and whatnot uh and I wouldn't be surprised if Edward Snowden is, you know, everything he said is probably true. Uh, but then I'm like, well, he's a libertarian. And the guy's like, well, so what? And it's like, you, know, you should look into someone's political affiliations before, you know, you, you, you trust him wholesale. Because Edward Snowden, what he says, could be politically skewed or politically motivated. Uh but Edward Snowden said some awful stuff. Like, for instance, he said, uh, what do you say, under uh, political views, he says, uh, I went to London just last year. It's where all of your Muslims live. I didn't want to get out of the car. I thought I had got, gotten off of the plane in the wrong country. It was terrifying. Who said that? Edward Snowden. Where? Edward Snowden said that. Um, Fifty. There's like four sources given on his Wikipedia page. Yikes! That's weird. It says, yeah, he's a giant Islamophobe. Uh, he 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 just posted under a pseudonym, the True Hoo Ha, and he says, "I think leakers of classified information should be shot in the balls before he leaks all this classified information." I would say. Edward Snowden, you know, if he saw something that was unconstitutional, he shouldn't be in exile right now. And if he just leaked something that the government didn't want out, he's in exile. Uh, I would say maybe the U.S. government has overreacted a little. Like, if he was, if he was uh, revealing all this stuff during, like, MKUltra or something, uh, that might be... 
that might be pretty controversial. Like MK Ultra is awful, uh, but you take the you you know you leak you leak government secrets. You'll get in a little hot water, and now he's in Russia, which I can't imagine is that bad. Yaron treats Russia like this like this barren wasteland. They're a first world country. Uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm shocked by the amount of ignorance that the average American citizen still has concerning uh, concerning Russia. It goes well, all the way back to the know? Soviet I mean, Union. like, there's so much, there's so much, you know, the media, everything else is telling you one thing. How would you know what the truth is if well, you're never going? Like, there is Putin, and Putin is a big problem because they say now that they've got a democracy going, but they really don't because Putin wins every election because he's able to rig everything. But I wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't rig any elections. If, in fact, the Russians are just worse at voting than the Americans because they used to live under a communist dictatorship and they're not that good at being informed during elections and Putin is able to sway them with his smooth language and be like, I'm a, I'm a former KGB officer and whatnot. I, I would say generally the problem in Russia is a lack of information uh, around election season. A lack of reliable sources because Putin's very good at controlling everything. Uh, but I would say it's high time that the U.S. kind of makes 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 amends with Russia because you got to focus on real enemies like North Korea or whatever. Uh, as far as countries go, Russia is definitely not the worst. It's it's not the best, but it's not the worst. And I wouldn't say Edward Snowden is like in some Siberian cabin or anything. He's probably staying in some fancy Moscow hotel. Uh, I personally would admire Edward Snowden more if he if he hadn't participated in any of this crooked stuff uh, with the NSA. Like, say he was a journalist and and he managed to crack the crack the story and bring the people the truth, but he but he never you know spied on anyone or anything then that would be admirable. But clearly, he's participated in some seamy stuff also. So I don't feel like uh, like he's very trustworthy. But that's kind of cool if you, like, if you... I think it's harder to be on the wrong side and then switch than it is to always be on the right side and bust something. But he is still a libertarian. Like, he hasn't changed his political beliefs any. And, uh, I don't know. I don't I think, know. I, I don't know much suppose, about. Suppose, suppose you're a you're you're a me member of a of a, a peeping tom ring. You go around and you spy in everyone's windows. And then one day, one member of this peeping tom ring is like, "Hey, I I was in a peeping tom ring." It doesn't mean you didn't do anything wrong. It just means you're willing to come clean about it. Uh, but Edward Snowden, of course, I'm sure, did some yucky stuff. Uh, but I, I would say what he did was was not that big a deal. Like you know, uh, if what he witnessed was unconstitutional, he doesn't deserve to be in exile. Right. But he said he said stuff, and I don't know if anyone should look up to him as like a role model. Well, no, he's not I, the perfect guy. Enough. No, but no one. I think that's something that like people have a really hard time understanding or or grappling with is the idea that somebody can have done something good and something bad or to have some good qualities and some bad qualities like instead of just saying this one is a good one and this one's a bad one like i think with all the stuff the cia and fbi and nsa and everything have hidden over the years it was only a matter of time until someone someone uh, 
leaked. Yeah. Uh, Snowden just happens to be the one leaky faucet. And uh, I don't think there's anything special about him. He's not a super hacker. He he possesses a moderate amount of knowledge about the kind of stuff. It he was hired courage. by the it NSA. Took courage. It took courage, right? Like, it does take courage. And now but, he's been exiled, which is what right. you would expect after you leak the secrets yeah. of one of the largest countries in the world. Yeah, but I wouldn't correct. say he's in hell. He's just in Russia. Right. <laughs> he's fine. He says he right. says he's offended by a possible ban on assault weapons. He says, me and all my lunatic gun-toting NRA compatriots will be on the steps of Congress Wait a minute. where the C-SPAN I don't think that feed finished. Like I don't think that sounds like uh, him. Resource 58. It says, would you feel differently about Snowden, Greenwald, and Assange if you knew what they really thought? New Republic, October 20th, 2019. I wonder what the New Republic is. Is it's this on his a, wiki? Uh, yeah. Where and the source this? given uh, under political affiliations or political beliefs, and the source given is the New Republic. Uh, we live in the age of the leakers, celebrate as heroes, and blah blah blah. And maybe stick that link in the in the chat at some point. Yeah, this here is the so resource which says Edward Snowden said some ugly stuff, which I'm sure he did. He's not. He's not. He just happened to be working at the NRA, and he's like, oh, this is wrong. So he says, oh, you know. Uh, uh, I want to see those receipts. <laughs> I really doubt any of the stuff that he leaked about is as interesting as what he himself has done. Yeah. Because uh, generally, MKUltra is over, and that would have been like an incredible leak. But the CIA burned most of the papers on MKUltra, uh, which is too bad. That would have been an interesting leak. Because that's it's way worse than anything going on in the NSA today. But I would say, I, I think my favorite Russian politician is definitely Gorbachev. He brought the people of Russia Pizza Hut, reunified Germany, just overall a great end to the Soviet Union, and uh, definitely better than Putin. I, th I think Putin is just not the best president for the Russian people. First surrender, Cesar, you know, just... just monarchist type deal. They got the Cesars. They say, we don't want the Cesars. Then they got the Soviet Union and they don't really like that either. And then and now they got this pseudo-democracy with Putin running everything. I don't think they like that either. I, I'd say it's time that the Russians got a break and settled on one type of government that they, that they want. Uh, but I would say Russia kind of gets a bad rap. Siberia sounds like a neat area, actually, you know? beautiful stuff and so sure i think people are generally the, i don't know governments are all crazy and i don't know what's going on but people are people so i tend not to i don't want to think yeah that any, lots you know, of it's lots not anti-russia stuff yeah. i would say i would say generally as far as election rig rigging goes i would say odds are what it was isn't that the, these fellows hacked the election database what happened is you got like 50 Russians all pretending to be Americans and they post ads uh, that say vote for Trump and then the Americans buy into it. So that's not really a rigged election. It's more like Americans acting on their gut instead of right. buying a voter pamphlet. I'd say the, the main thing about any, any election is that the voters should be informed. Uh, there should be pamphlets about each issue. Because oftentimes, in this ballot, for instance, I got right here, a lot of deceptive wording, a lot of deceptive type of 
type proposals. Sure. Uh, you got to have quite the quite the intellect to see through all this slick slick language. Oh yeah. And they're always long. The amendments are always very long and crafty. Of course, when it comes to the president, all you got to do is fill in a bubble. So it's not as complicated as the as the amendments. I'd say generally, uh, America has a more infor informed uh, voter base than Russia because they always vote for Putin. Uh, I don't even think they have any term limit over there. But I would say Russia, uh, Edward Snowden can't be suffering that badly in Russia. It's just Russia. No. Yeah, he's he's all right. <laughs> he's doing fine. He's doing fine. And his he's, girlfriend, he's not going to get killed. His girlfriend over there. I remember that was like, I was real sad about that when he got exiled because he had this real long term girlfriend or whatever. And she's like, I don't know what happened to him. Like, And I thought, oh, that's kind of sad that like he just had to leave and he'll never get to see his loved ones ever again and she find somehow it bizarre found a way she to wouldn't, get out there like she i find it bizarre there. she wouldn't know what happened to him he's a well, national she claimed, celebrity she claimed that she didn't know what was happening and, or where he was but she ended up like wherever huh. he landed he was able to get her out there bizarre. and now she's there too so bizarre <laughs> that worked out <laughs> i'm happy for him <laughs> he's doing fine he's, got his, he's, he's fine he has said some weird stuff uh this fellow who who apparently worships Snowden and considers him the big hero, also like hates Lincoln and Kennedy and FDR and Obama and like you know just all the all the competent presidents and they have who is, laws you know who is this person that loves the all the or doesn't like all these people who who are they? I don't know. They love George Orwell. Uh, I mean, I can't get into George Orwell this episode because it's a <laughs> big, long argument. Uh, but is it someone online that you met? Now. Is this just like a, a Redditor or something? Yeah. Uh, someone in this server, I'll say that much, but I don't uh, want to give away oh, their okay, their okay, uh, okay. Uh, But they, they can't stand Kennedy okay. or uh, or Obama or, or Lincoln, uh, which I find really weird because you say that you shouldn't care about Ed, uh, Ed, Ed Snowden's political affiliations. Like, who cares if he's a libertarian or whatnot? But on the same hand, you got, I'm going to point out everything wrong that JFK ever did and everything wrong he ever said. Uh, I don't really get that. To the best of my knowledge, JFK was a very good president. Uh, he landed us on the moon. He fixed a Cuban Missile Crisis. These days, you got videos that are just shitting all over Kennedy. It's very, it's very weird. On the other hand, you got politicians like Barry Goldwater, founder of what I would call modern Republicanism, uh, who go completely under the radar. I never hear Barry Goldwater getting talked about what a bad guy Barry Goldwater was, but I hear all the time how awful Kennedy was, uh, how many things Kennedy did awful. Because I guess it, it's, it's more fun. To pick apart someone you know who is competent at their job than someone who uh, predictably uh, wasn't very good at politics, like Barry Goldwater. Uh, he just was—he just was not a pleasant guy. We're way outside my wheelhouse at this point. <laughs> yeah, Barry Goldwater. He was a—he was a—he was not a good—he was not a good politician. Uh, same. Same. Generation generally is uh, Kennedy and Adlai Stevenson, but he never gets talked about. No one ever talks about how awful Barry Goldwater is. He was never president, but that doesn't mean 
that doesn't mean he was uh he was perfect by any standard. He was a he was just uh, an awful guy. I'm gonna take your word for it. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't he wasn't a very good guy. But there's there's uh videos just shitting on Kennedy <laughs> and uh it's bizarre. All this all this Kennedy uh like, for instance, there's this episode of Adam Ruins Everything. Adam Conover is so funny. Ha ha. He, he tells you what you thought wasn't true, but in fact it is true. And here he just shits all over Kennedy. And the, the title of this video is How JFK Almost Caused World War III. That's, that never happened. He actually prevented World War III. And that's why we remember him nowadays, but the thumbnail's like, Kennedy was shit. He almost caused World War III, which makes about as much sense as claiming, like, uh, Adolf Hitler saved the day or something. I don't know. It's it's a bizarre phenomenon. Hmm. Like, no president is God, but that's the difference between living in a democracy and living under a monarchy. When you live under a, a monarchy, if you think your leader is God, they're bestowed with magical powers. But here in America, we accept that our leaders have problems. They got they got their own deals going on, you know, because they're just humans. But as far as presidents go, JFK was not a bad president. He was a perfectly competent president. Everyone likes him. Everyone ranks him high on, on polls of who's the best presidents. Uh, like, no one ranks Nixon high or anything, but as far as Kennedy goes, yeah, everyone likes Kennedy. It's, uh, it's, pr it's pretty weird. I don't know. Uh, one thing which I find really bizarre is people point to Kennedy's sister who was given lobotomy when JFK was, like, nine, as if he had any control over that, or if his sister getting a lobotomy has anything to do with his, uh, presidential term. I don't think that has anything to do with That's awful, but I know that they always, I see that all the time where people try to pull in family members and try to make character judgments about people it is awful. their family. That's not fair. It's not his daughter, it's his sister, and they're both like nine. So if right? anything, <laughs> you should be blaming JFK's dad. Of course. Because he, he made the decision for the lobotomy. Uh, but yeah, that's that's what people bring up against the Kennedy bunch. Like the Kennedy bunch were incredibly ahead of their time. Uh, I think a very underrated politician is RFK. Uh, RFK was a pretty chill guy. Uh, he was basically uh, one of the most liberal type politicians of his time. But yeah, I would say JFK gets a lot of flack nowadays. Huh. Uh, you know, because Nixon, you can only hate on Nixon for so long. It seems like a lot of scandals about Nixon still haven't been revealed. Uh, but he gets boring after a while, so people are like, let's look into the good presidents now, and let's let's drag their, their name through the mud. Like, I don't know. I think Kennedy was, was pretty okay as far as presidents go. Uh, another common, common subject I hear about is media bias. Um... Of course, one thing it's important to keep in mind is, uh, for instance, I don't trust the Washington Post because they're owned by Amazon, so they're basically a big joke. But I trust the the newspapers that aren't owned by any any uh, 
any company like the New York Times, the Denver Post. I trust those. Like, I'm not going to hate on the New York Times. I think the New York Times is a pretty good publication. I think the Denver Post is also a pretty good publication. And then the Denver Post never gets as much recognition as the New York Times. Did the Denver Post ever get back to you about your message? They haven't. Uh, they haven't. But uh, the Denver Post is a good, a good publication. Voice of the Rocky Mountain Empire. I don't think they get enough recognition. As I, as I say in my Peter Heller review, uh, Peter Heller is, is held up as this Denver author, but he's not really because he's from the East Coast and he spends half his time in Mexico. He's been stayed some time in California. Like only a fraction of his time is actually spent in Denver. Uh, but he, uh, I, I, was, I actually met him in person live at a, at a reading of his book, which wasn't very good. And uh, afterward, someone says... His his book is getting rave reviews in the New York Times. Like I don't live in New York, so I care about if he's getting rave reviews from the Denver Post. I feel like I feel like the New York Times gets a lot of the New York Times gets a lot of precedent over the other newspapers. Like the Denver Post is a perfectly a reliable publication, has has a great number of circulation and. Uh, I don't know. I, I never feel like the Denver Post is biased. In fact, I feel like it's a great, a great newspaper and uh, knows what it's talking about. Uh, on the Google search results, it says the new the New York Times is nicknamed the Gray Lady, and it's been regarded as a national newspaper of record. And you look up the Denver Post. Does it have a fun nickname? No. It just says the Denver Post, 101 Google reviews. Here's directions. It's not the, you know, it's not the, it's not the blue lady or anything. Which it's very weird because the Denver Post has been around since 1892. It's an established uh, type publication, so I find it very weird. But as far as newspapers go, I definitely trust Los Angeles Times, New York Times, Denver Post, not the Washington Post, because it's owned by Amazon. I don't trust it. At any rate, uh, what else is going on this week? We got some interesting memes this week, such as uh, Nicholas Comics are in style, and uh, Nicholas Comics up in this hizzazz. Some pretty good memes. Of course, when Minuscule Beast 3 comes out, that's going to be exciting. Probably October 31st, about 23 days to that. So I got to say I'm excited for that. And, of course, Etch meets the Meat Butcher, which is a long overdue crossover. Uh, in case you're wondering, it takes place in Canada, right up on Baffin Island next to Mount Thor. So pretty exciting stuff. High stakes, wow. high octane. A real sci-fi horror thriller, and uh, I'm thinking I'm gonna make it free because uh, you know why the heck not? Just a good, good, solid Halloween type story. I'll probably uh, post on my website. So, at any rate, uh, it's currently 4:42. So, if there's any questions anyone wants to ask, they haven't asked yet. Uh, go ahead.
You sound like you're super into history, too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, generally, my my some of my comics are are political. Uh, one of the, uh, college buddies, for instance, is others aren't so political. It, it kind of varies from comic to comic. But I would say college buddies is definitely one of the. I don't know. I figure in about twenty years it'll be a very, a very well regarded LGBTQ comic, kind of a cult classic. It'll be a lot of gay guys will buy it and stuff because. It says a lot about late 2010s homosexuality and homophobia. So that's kind of interesting. What's on the horizon about what topics you want to cover in your next series of comics? Or are, uh, are... Well, Herman the Hitchhiker, the reboot is coming out. Uh, I really take the series in a new direction because the original 25 issues are kind of flat in retrospect. This new series, Herman goes on a variety of wacky and bizarre adventures. One of them, he meets uh, uh, he meets a lot of fellas. Uh, in the newest issue, uh, there's an interesting meta joke where Herman's cousin, Ollie, uh, is actually not a stick figure, and he hates his cousin because he is a stick figure. <laughs> so there's some, there's some bigotry amongst them, Neat. which is interesting. I don't yeah. feel like it's talked about enough. That's going to be interesting. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, it should be pretty interesting. Uh, in addition, I have a Giallo com comic coming out. I've got the first three pages done. Uh, much like with Shade, it is mixed media. Uh, it is ballpoint pen and Sharpie. It's called uh, Micello and Passarella. Should be pretty interesting. I feel Giallo is an underappreciated genre. Uh, might run about 10 issues. But yeah, for a beginner, I, I would recommend College Buddies. It's it's definitely my uh, my best series as of yet. It's about two hundred pages. Uh, anywho, trivia question. Let's see here. I've got to find a trivia question. Which uh, someone can answer here. Um, all right. Uh, I'll say today's trivia question comes from Dog Liker. Uh, we type it in chat, right? Uh, or you can, or you can say it out loud. E either one. Uh, okay. Uh, and what, what's like. the prize this week? The prize uh, is going to be one free copy of uh, Herman the Hitchhiker issue one, because last week gave away uh, rubbish, Randy. Your copy's on the way. It's going to be all 25 Rubbish Randy memes. Uh, awesome. Yeah. Anywho. Um, hmm. Dog liker. Let's see here. Hmm. All right. I'll go pretty simple. This should be pretty, uh, pretty common knowledge. Uh, hmm. There's a lot of details and continuity and stuff in uh, a lot of my comics. Okay, uh, I got a good piece of trivia here. Dog liker related, and you have until 5 o'clock to answer it, and you can also ask any remaining questions during that period. Uh, this week's trivia question is, how long was Dog Liker a recluse? Prior to his, uh, his internment. That's this week's trivia question, so.
Winner gets a free copy of Herman the Hitchhiker, issue number one. You have until 5 o'clock to answer that question. For how many years was Dog Liker a, a recluse? How long years. did he hide out? Gosh. Uh, is this like Price is Right rules, and then I have to say higher or lower? <laughs> you don't have <laughs> to say right. higher or lower. All that matters is you <laughs> got to get the it right. Correct answer. 20 years. That is correct. Yay! Amazing. Random answer just got, got it correct. Good job. I must no, say. I'm, I'm uh, fan, I just went through. I have all of the uh, the free samples downloaded. So I, I read all the dog like. Nice. Free Nailed it. Good idea. <laughs> Good job. Gosh, is that is that on the free samples? I, well, I don't know. Well, actually, I guess, not on I guess there, you have. He, he has a fascination with the number 20 is what I discovered oh. just, just now from my research. So that it wasn't quite a random guess, but it was like a not fully informed guess. You're right. It was an educated guess. Yes, yes, that's right. Wow, that's that's quite the inference there. <laughs> so yeah, you want a free cap? You heard that check your number one. Nice. Wow, I'm on a roll Yay! here. I mean, that's, two, that's two trivia's in a row. Roll. <laughs> two trivia's in a row. Next week we'll have another question. Maybe, maybe next week I'll give away a copy of Shade because I feel Shade doesn't get a enough. It's oh, a good man, series, I, I, but I, yeah, I I really like the free. Does he have? It has me intrigued. Have you bought any? Yeah, there isn't. A, I, there I have isn't college free sample and a couple other things, but I don't have Shade. Shade is I, I've seen the free sample of it though, and it, it's really intriguing. There, I don't think there is a free sample of Shade on a. On the site, I think I think I've kind of kept Shade under wraps because he's kind of a kind of a a test comic, not in full development. But the first three issues are done, uh, and if there's enough public demand for him, uh, I'll finish the series. Oh, I plan on doing else. about I, ten I, I, issues. Sometime I must be thinking of something else though. Then because you you're saying that you never showed it to me, then I then I'm, I must not. Yeah, I don't think there is a he is on the site because. Uh, but yeah, uh, next week's uh, prize will be uh, Shade Number One. It's pretty short, but it it has great art, uh, Sharpie typewriter, all that, and of course it's written on my brother AX12, so legitimate typewriter font. It it, it leads to a great looking aesthetic. So at any rate, uh, I have a question. Up on I have a question. 50. Sure, ha have at it. I have a question. Have okay, um, have you? considered radio at all as a as a uh, i don't know a career path or something have i like. considered radio good question I, I i i see a lot of potential in radio um uh, i feel that this q a could be the joe rogan experience in terms of listeners always an interesting discussion here but i would say that uh i i, I prefer drawing to to talk and but I would say there are a lot of things you can do in radio that you can't really do in any other medium. Uh, with old time radio serials, for instance, which I used to listen to a lot, Lone mm -hmm. Ranger, Greenhorn at the Shadow. Yeah. Uh, there, there's a whole range of techniques uh, about mm -hmm. radio acting that don't apply to to a TV or movie acting. Kind of interesting yeah. stuff. You got to have some good foley and whatnot. Uh, but that said, yeah. I, I think I think there's certainly some potential in audio only content. Cool. Um, 
In fact, I, I, listen... I am considering reading a doing a college buddy's audio book sometime down the road. And that could be interesting, kind of a comic read on CD, and uh, I can include well, that with, with the college buddies. The, uh, the radio play idea. We we wrote up a script of College Buddies one. Yeah, you should keep at that. That's a that's a novel concept. College buddies, the college buddies, the college buddies read out loud on audio. That that idea does have a lot of merit. I gotta say. Yeah, radio play. But at any rate, uh, yeah, college buddies definitely a good comic. Um. How long do That's, you think it'll take for you to gather all of your work? Well, I, I, I got them all scanned in, so it shouldn't be too hard. But uh, the the thing that'll take the longest is probably printing them out. But uh, aside from that, it should be pretty easy. I've got, I've got all of them scanned in. I'm so excited! And the printer works great, so... Great, it's a I good can't printer. wait. I can't wait. It's a good printer. At any rate, uh, that's about it for this week. So I'm on Kiwi Farms, which is interesting. Interesting site. But I gotta say, this guy does does not get uh, much of the stuff correct, which is weird. Also, of course, Bill Wirtz to the Incomprehensible Voyage has blown up in views. It's I don't know if it's going to secede its predecessor in terms of views, maybe not, but it, it's it is stuck in my head. It's I like me and my friend Sarah walked around and we'll go, I'm Bill Wirtz. Like we say it all the time. One a, of the it's reasons catchy. it's uh, it's catchy is because uh, it bears kind of a resemblance to the song Goodbye Ruby Tuesday. So it kind of has a it kind of has a familiarity to it. It's yeah. not a flat out ripoff, but it does have the same kind of kind of kind of timber to it the same kind of kind of structure not it's exactly but sort funny it's just funny it's like an I, interesting melody i i gotta say yeah. and the image of words on his gold pile i gotta say <laughs> he deserves his he deserves his golden hoard you know and uh <laughs> i don't know i've never uh, thought of him in that way but it is a very funny idea he has some money, uh, definitely, if not 700000 at least 500000 I mean, he's got... He probably has, he has enough to take care of himself, I hope. He's got he millions and millions of fans, so... Well, to that say doesn't that, mean, that's internet, you know, it's just not the same as, like, those people aren't necessarily, you know, actually providing for him. And I, I hope they do, though. I think he deserves... You can't have the level anyone. of fame and success that he does and not come out with some some form of compensation. I sure hope monetary so. Type well, he does, he's, I, you, know, I, you know he's getting money from Spotify and he's got a right, Patreon right. and he's got PayPal. Lots of, people, lots of so. means of, of, of uh, assets. But I'm Zombie happy Brand to hear says, that you don't actually, like, hate his guts or anything it's just fun videos i know? think compared to a lot of fellas his content is uh, perfectly perfectly fine i yeah. I, I have no grudges i hope with he fella. comes back i hope he comes back i hope he does and i hope he straightens whoever's running the server out because uh, nice. you've clearly got some nice. ulterior motives <laughs> that'll be the day but uh, be zombie nice. baron says i was thinking of veterans day at a yeah i, I guess it, it is possible to mix up those two because Veterans Day, the the people are more shadow like, so they got more uh, 
more strange construction, kind of a weird aesthetic. I don't think I've I've used the Veterans Day aesthetic much in any other comic. Uh, in fact, I have been planning a sequel to Veterans Day for some time. Uh, Labor Day, I'm thinking of calling it. That could be interesting. Yeah, I do think there is some potential cool. in Veterans Day. Uh, it's like Veterans crazy. Day doesn't get mentioned enough. Yeah, Veterans Day is a historical type comic, and uh, I don't know, it's kind of underrated as far as they go. But at any rate, uh, yeah, I would say I would say uh, I don't think much is going to come of this post in Kiwi Farms, except two people call that post informative. Like, I don't know. I don't think Kiwi Farms is anywhere near as, uh, as reputable or as powerful as anyone makes it out to be. I bet they get uh, lawsuits handed to them all the time. And while I don't think people should sue them like crazy or anything, I don't think they're the most reputable site on the internet. And I certainly don't think this guy Gilbert Grape knows anything about the comics. Cause no, of course not. And look at, really look at, look at, like look at the awards. The names of the people that gave awards are just usernames. They're not people... They're not people who are telling you who they really are, and like people are hiding behind usernames and hiding. Someone gave Forfell has gave this gave this post a badge that says "winner." I don't know what that means. Maybe <laughs> it means it, it gets a thread dedicated it's, to it. Oh, it's so I don't know. Silly. And it's two fellas silly. said it was informative. I don't it's know. It's just the internet. Like it's just silliness. Like you have to. Yeah. It's not I wouldn't real. Have, I wouldn't have known that this was posted unless uh, YouTube didn't give me a, where the traffic's coming from, which is a useful feature. Uh, right. Yeah, a lot, he's wrong on a lot of stuff. He, he says it is a blog. I don't know. Anytime you have the courage to create and put anything out in the world, like you're going to have criticism and you're going to have people who don't get it and you just have to quite it's a so few hard fellas, to yeah. ignore that but like you have to be able to and i'm so proud of you for like pushing through and i keep and i keep stuff. on since november 2018 i have said i'm gonna keep selling the comics they're gonna work out because obviously they got a lot of potential and uh 40 titles so much variety among the nicholas comics catalog Veterans Day is very different from College Buddies, which in turn is very different from Shade. I can't wait. Uh, I can't wait. I'm going to read them all. I can't wait. Okay. It's going to be cool. Like I, right. I want to. I want to see what what this is all about. Be sure to make your reviews thorough and 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 I, uh, I will. <laughs> full and. Uh, but anyway, I'm excited. Yeah, I'm excited. It's cool. I should be. And exciting. I appreciate you like reconsidering. Uh, be, and I. You know, it's hard to do that sometimes. And, like, I feel like shit for making assumptions right off the bat about you without yeah, sure. digging in. Like, I, it, uh, there, yeah. there's I, a lot It is it. always important to, to do some, yeah. to look at the sources, check the receipts, as it were. Yep. Uh, this Halloween got some excellent stuff planned. It got Edge versus the Meat Butcher, Minuscule Beast 3, and, of course, the new Giallo-type comic, Micello and Passarella, set in Italy. Very Giallo-type deal. Very uh, neat 70s type aesthetic. Uh, so I gotta say, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, but yeah, a lot of fresh content on the way. Woohoo! And, and uh, apart from you said possibly a, a wrap up of the series. Yeah, the Bill Wirtz trilogy. I feel a trilogy is a good way to format a series. You got the opening, the middle, mm -hmm. and the closing. Yep. 
I'm the best excited. the best series are always trilogies, so that's right. I I may I may consider that. Dude. But at any rate Interesting Q and A all around. This has been the spiciest episode in a while, of course. Uh, another trivia question next week. Uh, will Will anybody be able to beat me? I will once I get all the once I can study up. It's not yeah, fair. Yeah, yeah, it'll, it'll be fair. It'll be fair. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, generally, the question will be something that. You would know if you read the entire comic, but not if you just skimmed through it. I try and ensure that the uh, the questions I, I, I give are reasonably obscure. So that said, uh, interesting Q&A all around. Spiciest Q&A in a while, and I look forward to the month of October. And uh, Etch versus the Meat Butcher. Two mm -hmm. legends meeting up. Uh, they're, they're in uh, Canada, Baffin Island, right next to Mount Thor. And they gotta solve a bizarre interdimensional mystery, and I gotta say, there's there's no kind of there's nothing better than that around Halloween. So that said, uh, that's about it for this week. Uh, not much trolling this week, but overall, Kiwi Farms post is kind of interesting to find. It's been up since September twenty second, so. Do you want to be on the show? Join the Nicholas Comics Discord server today. I'll answer any questions you have. You can appear in the next episode. Do you want to buy Nicholas Comics? Write to Nicholas Kidd, 1424 Columbine Street, number one, Denver, Colorado, 80206. Thanks for tuning in. I'll see you on the next episode. Oh, yeah.